0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm here with Nikki today. Nikki, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
0: I am excellent. I'm a little tired, and I'm sitting here drinking an orange LaCroix that tastes a lot like someone who's never had an orange before.
1: (laughs) It tastes like someone shouting orange from the next room.
0: It it tastes like someone drew a picture of an orange and waved it over the can. That's what it (laughs) is.
1: It tastes like orange coming through static on the TV.
0: It tastes like uh, someone just wanted to describe the color of the can, but not the flavor of what was inside.
1: (laughs) Do you guys have polar seltzer out there?
0: We've got it. I I live in Cleveland, not in Siberia. Of course we do.
1: Oh, I know. Well, I think it's actually probably like west of Cleveland, kind of hard to find because it comes from New England. I don't think it makes it all the way out west. That's why I asked. Mm. Um, Anyway, polar is the best seltzer.
0: Yeah, we don't at
1: me. Go. Polar is the best seltzer.
0: Yeah, well, you know, first of all, Cleveland, Cleveland is a metropolitan city. You know, contrary <laughs> to popular belief, just How because we're
1: Cleveland,
0: just because we swing helmets at people doesn't mean we're bad people. All right,
1: <laughs> I, I could have said the same shit about growing up in Boston. So,
0: yeah, well, Cleveland's a good place, but Lacroix is shitty. So, <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's it's a Healthier than drinking bourbon at noon. So, here we go. Oh, I um,
1: wish I had a mimosa.
0: Oh, uh, you and me both. Yeah. So I uh, was still waiting on final results for the open. So that's exciting. Right. Although they are starting to uh, put down some penalties. I I briefly talked to Jacob Hepner today, and uh, he took a 15 second penalty in uh, 24, 20.4, for not alternating legs on the pistols. He went over to chalk his hands. I didn't ask him why he was chalking during pistols, but whatever. And uh, he he did a second pistol on the same leg. He did the previous one on. Got got three separate penalties, so fifteen seconds total. So,
1: fifteen seconds is kind of uh, that's kind of a big one.
0: Yeah, I think for that workout, probably not as bad as some of the others, but still, it's like, you know, I still I'm still not quite sure how the penalties are working in in this competition. But it's yeah, just, it's just interesting how they get handed down and and how long they take. I understand there's a lot of athletes and they got a lot of scoring to do, but still, it's just weird.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad that they're reviewing all the videos and I'm glad that there are like hard and fast rules across the board. I just am slightly confused as far as how they've decided to implement them. But I mean, at least everyone's sort of getting hit with the same things across the board. So I'm looking right now at the leaderboard. Jacob's still sitting in 19th. So that's good. It didn't, it didn't take him too much out of contention there. And then that blue line is right now on the men's leaderboard sitting right underneath 27th place. So, um, Elliot Simmons previously, I think was out of it. So that move, um, jumped up and there's obviously a bunch of people in that top 27 who are going to go team or who may even slip further down once we see what the additional penalties look like. Um, And, you know, you got to wonder, there are some people right underneath the cut line who we know, names we know, like Zach George and Sean Sweeney, Christian Lucero, um, Willie George, but it doesn't really matter because he's going to get in as fittest in France. Uh, But I just wonder how many of those sort of like bubble athletes and fringe names we're going to see hop up in there once the rest of the penalties come down.
0: Yeah, you'll see, well, at a minimum, you'll see at least one person move up because Froning's above the line. And so Froning's going to come out to go team. And uh, although I think we all wish he wouldn't, but still... (laughs) yeah and uh then, yeah I think, to your point, you'll have one or two that drop, and then you know God forbid if anybody gets popped or anything crazy but which hopefully that isn't how anybody gets in, but you never know, you never know
1: and speaking of
0: yeah speaking of getting <laughs> popped, a whole bunch of people got popped this week,
1: all the masters athletes, what the fuck you guys
0: but I know well, you know, this old guy's got to take our testosterone uh- i was talk- I was talking to somebody at the gym about this uh, there's a lot of different opinions. Cause there's been so many masters that have gotten busted and uh, someone said to me, well, you know, is there a lot of money in it? I'm like, absolutely not. There's Aww. definitely not a money in, in being a masters. They're like, well, why would they do it? I'm like, there's two reasons. Number one, pride. Uh, you know, you put, you put a contest on the line where you get to stand in front of your peers and get on a podium, people are going to cheat. It's really that simple. Sure. And then, you know, these are, you know, 50 years up and old men, you know, don't, ever underestimate the power of some old dude wanting to get a boner i mean that's just a fact and so right. testo- you know testosterone's a big deal for a lot of guys i <laughs> you know i'm sure these guys you know i don't know i don't want to put words in their mouth but that they're doing it just to compete but you know as you get older you you start to you know lose that i mean i haven't known me right i'm totally virile, ladies just so you know but right
1: i was gonna say we're definitely not talking from experience here. definitely like, not talking about not. me no Def- i don't
0: know Definitely not talking about me that just while we're on that topic, they don't drug test the scale division. Do they? I,
1: I don't think so. Okay.
0: Okay. I just, You're good. I, I, yeah. I just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Just want to make sure, you know, I'm asking yeah, yeah. for a friend, you know, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it, it is weird though. I find yeah. it weird to see the masters and, you know, and they've had 11, I think there were 11 masters that have been busted. It just bums me
1: out. Like it just, I I like to stay like on the naive side of this, as much as possible just being like no way there's no way those guys are doing this those guys and gals at the top like they work so hard and they're such good athletes and you know I have people chirping in my ear constantly like are you an idiot Nikki like come on (laughs) especially with the masters but this is the thing like the guys at the top top tippy top who keep winning and keep getting tested and keep passing like they don't need any of that shit. So it's like maybe people think that they need it to compete or they need it to hang, but at the end of the day, they're just not as good. Just not as good as everyone else. And, and you don't need it to hang. You just need to be that good. It just breaks my heart every time because I just really like, I really like these people, especially the masters. Like I spent years with them, uh, in the age group pavilion which we also like to call the sweat barn because (laughs) it got real hot in there at games. And also I think outside of games time, they use it as like a 4-H kind of showroom situation. (laughs) Like always like feathers and like hooves and stuff hanging out in the corners. Um, But I was with them for years in the, in the H group pavilion uh, interviewing them doing sideline and hanging out and getting to know them. And they're such wonderful people that this stuff just breaks my heart.
0: Well, look, they're wonderful people in the, you know, in the the younger division. But people are cheating, and that's like, just, that's that's just a cool. fact. And and look, you know, I'm not judging anybody for it. Like you have any major sport, any sport. I mean, CrossFit. I'm, I've said this repeatedly. CrossFit's not a sport. It's just thruster racing. It's, no. a, it's not a sport in the sense of like the you know NFL or NBA and or Major League Baseball.
1: Why? Because there's no league.
0: Um, because there's not enough people watching it. I mean, yeah, there's not, there's absolutely not like the Indians have more people watching them here in Cleveland on a regular basis than CrossFit will have all year. Like, it's just not the same as Major League Baseball. My point to that is, is that, you know, Major League Baseball has a much more stringent and uh, dedicated drug testing program than CrossFit. And I'm not complaining about CrossFits at all. And people still cheat and get caught and don't get caught like you, anytime there's money up for grabs and a title and whatever, it doesn't matter if it's the biggest sport on the planet or if it's a tiny little sport like CrossFit and it is a tiny little sport, people going to cheat
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: and some of the best ones. But I'm with you. I think, you know, I like to think the best of people. I certainly, you know, think that uh, I like to believe that the ones that particularly at the top are getting there just due to hard work and great genetics. And that is absolutely a, very real possibility. And it's also Mm -hmm. a possibility. Some of them are cheating as evidenced by these masters athletes getting popped. You know,
1: you know what? I think the worst part is about this. Like when, when the testing is done after games and you know, all these, all these like bits of news come out about these people popping is that like oftentimes it affects the people on the podium and those athletes that get bumped up into second or bumped up into third, like they didn't have their chance to stand on the podium at games in Madison. And I think that is such a robbery considering how hard they worked and what they had to do to get there. And they did it clean and they didn't get that. And I hate that.
0: Yeah. Hate I'm it. with you with you on that. I almost wish they'd get a harsher penalty. Mm-hmm. Just, just the, the side of me that hates, like I think back on Vellner being robbed of third yeah. you know, that year and, and cause he's such a great guy and you, know, you think, mm-hmm. man, he could have stood on the podium in front of his friends and family and didn't yeah. get a chance to, It's was just, Heartbreaking for him. And And for the
1: Masters athletes, like you said, like there's no money in it for them. Like they're not really winning anything. They really don't have sponsorships. They had to fly themselves out there like their friends and family probably did too. Like that is a huge expense for a hobby. And those people deserve that. And I just hate that they don't get that.
0: I know all about huge expense for a hobby, believe me.
1: <laughs> same, same. <laughs>
0: believe, believe me. Uh, yeah, and in this case, you know, one of the guys was first in the 60-plus division. You had another guy that was uh, third in, uh, in the master's division in the 55 to 59, you know. And, you know, so two of these were busted for testosterone, which I think is pretty common for men of my age. But then, you know, a couple that, you know, one, another one busted for, God forbid, Enduraball. <laughs> uh, Weird. I man, That's so weird. You would think Endura Ball is in M and M's. Uh, the exactly. way everybody's getting busted. I need it. Pro- probably is. I just should start oh, reading huh? the ingredients.
1: Good. Well,
0: it's got to be in something super common. In, you know, it, or maybe it's just commonly in a bottle of Endura Ball. I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't know how it's delivered. You
1: can get it on Amazon or something.
0: Yeah, and then you had you know one of these guys was uh, individual men, and then another one of the masters were both busted for an anabolic steroid, which does seem to be a little unusual. Like those, I don't feel like I see very often, in, and what people are getting busted in CrossFit for, but
1: yeah, I don't know enough. We should get my husband on this at some point to talk about the difference. You he would hey, know.
0: Yeah. Well, let's do it. We need somebody on here. Who knows what the hell they're talking about. I actually, know. Why, are, what are we
1: doing? God, why did people even listen to us?
0: Yeah. I, be- I, I don't listen to us. So. Me either. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting. That. And then sanctionals has kicked off now. So the filthy one fifties going on as we speak. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I know. I think that it's, Officially, it starts tomorrow. I don't know when you're uploading this, but Thursday is the first day of competition. And, um, and it'll last through the weekend. I think the coolest thing about Filthy 150 is um, they're paying some real homage to their heritage in being this local event in Ireland for so many years before sanctionals was a thing, before sending people to games was a thing. And they will have representatives from every single box in Ireland at the competition. I think that is so rad.
0: That is a lot of pasty white people. Oh, so many gingers, <laughs> I know, right?
1: I would love it. What am I doing here?
0: I would too. I like. I'm. I guarantee you, I've got Irish blood in me, as pasty white as I am, and I come from you a long to. line of gingers.
1: You have
0: to. Plus, I love potatoes and alcohol. I I just, is we,
1: it, and I love was, gingers. We belong yeah. there. We belong there.
0: I apologize to any Irish that think you know calling you guys alcoholics was way too stereotypical, but the truth hurts a little bit because I, I like alcohol and I'm pretty sure I'm from Ireland. So it works out for me.
1: It totally. I mean, so you can say it.
0: Yeah, I guess I yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> they're letting them bet on this. I read this on morning chalk up. They're letting them bet on the filthy 150 Now they like okay. they a sports book. Now you can only bet on the, the actual winners. Like the, you know, they're not going to sounds like they're not taking side bets. Like, you know, who's going to lift the heaviest weight or, you know, have the fastest thruster or whatever, but you know, straight up winners and, I think that's kind of an interesting concept. You just think about CrossFit getting bigger. Like, are we going to be able to bet on, on, you know, on uh, whether or not Frazier is going to win the games next year? And if so, what kind of odds are you going to get?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think if we allow it, we have to give all the athletes like crazy, long, stupid names like racehorses.
0: Absolutely. That's the only way I'll do it. Can we start, we should start branding them like racehorses, you know, or or like NASCAR, make them get tattoos. Yep. You know, or like like
1: it's in their name or something. So it's like, Frasers, Mr. Clean, whatever.
0: <laughs> well, he's gonna have his self branding. It'd be Matt Fraser-Aid Fraser Aid you know.
1: Like, <laughs>
0: Probably. That's, that's what he, he's so big, he's got his own stuff. It'd be the those athletes that you don't know about that are gonna get like the really crappy the real crappy names, you know. Probably. It'd be no no fun for them at all. Like no. I, I I can't even think of what it, it'd just be like some random CrossFit brand that you always see advertising, you know, like Rip Fix, you know
1: like FNX or something yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> discount code, 20% off use code. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly. But that's,
1: that's what would get me betting for sure. If it was like so-and-so's brother of the sister driver of the whatever, I don't know how they name race. Well, races, but
0: it's well right. when you're on the sidelines with them, you should, you should start asking them these questions. Like, so who are you here? Who are you here sponsored today by Matt? and. <laughs> Let him give a shout out moving forward. And who are you
1: wearing?
0: What's the weirdest thing an athlete's ever said to you on the sidelines?
1: Um, <laughs> there, there have been some weird things. Um, you know what was funny? I just was telling Sean this story on his podcast, so you can hear it in two places. But um, this past year at games, do you remember the ruck run, how all the athletes went at once? Oh, yeah, of course. So um, the men came back a little bit faster than the women. They were just running at a... At a Faster clip, so we did our only taped interview for the entire games series with the male winner, so that he could like leave and cool down. It was like a thousand degrees out on the North Park lawn, um, and then we did the women's interview live and like rolled the guy's interview right afterwards. So it was pre-taped, and it was um, Lucas Hoberg. It was super fast. And so I'm taping this interview with him and I was just like, hey, man, like, you know, we've, we've seen you win runs before. You ran and won the um, first Dubai sand dune run, like with a vest and like, you know, pulling history into it. And I'm like, but this was different because this was a ruck, and it was all on your back and wasn't weighted evenly. How the hell did you manage to win this one as well? And he just looked at me like straight deadpan and he was like, "You know, I really had to take a shit. So I ran really fast. <laughs> I was like,
0: You're like Thank, uh, thanks, you should have known better. You, <laughs> you should have known better as Lucas. He's known for that. Have you ever, you ever seen the interview he did where they ask him a question. They're like, how'd you do it? And he's like, I just, I just fucking bring it. And he said that like three times, right? in The little interview he was just like yeah. dropping F-bombs oh, hand yeah. over fist. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I know. I know. I was just like, well, so- sorry about it question two like i couldn't believe that it was like the only taped situation <laughs> we were able to cut it and didn't air it but well, try to find that footage
0: why did you give know. him a why did you give him a follow-up question when you knew he had to take a shit that's rude you let,
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry let him go. You get, run away
0: yeah you know the porta potties are right over there right off the north lawn just go hit yeah. it and come back
1: that was great that was he's a gem
0: he is Maybe he's a, he's so a treasure pleasure. he's a national he treasure <laughs>
1: he is. He's, he's a great dude. Um, That was a really good one though. That was like one of those moments where I was like, Oh God, only this could only happen to me.
0: (laughs) you got to have some weird moments out there. Like these athletes are coming in from working out. They're like all amped up from the workout. You know, some of them have just gotten beaten and they're sweaty and smelly. Like,
1: Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You have no idea. I was really grossed out about it when I first started. Because like we would need to get really close, like you know, shoulder to shoulder, and our arms have to be touching to get in frame. And at first, my first year, I was like, Oh my god, like you're sweating on me. It's so gross. And I'm so used to it now that I like go right in for the sweaty hug. You know, nothing phases well, me anymore. At the end of the day, I am covered in so much of other people's sweat. <sighs> You've no idea. It's just gnarly. I'm
0: it's, not sure I want an idea.
1: You don't. I don't even want.
0: Who's to the wor- Who's the worst smelling athlete?
1: That's not fair. I can't say. Yes,
0: you can totally say.
1: No, I cannot call anyone out like that. That's so mean. We know it's
0: Frazier. He's got the most no. body hair. Come no, on.
1: It's actually not. It's no? actually not. I'll tell you off the air. Uh, <laughs> it's not fair. I can't help it, but I know exactly who it is.
0: Male or female? Male. Okay. <laughs> tell I was me off like,
1: Holy shit. You smell like an entire hockey locker right now.
0: You're not going to be able to let this lie. Like people want to hear this and now they're going to want to know. So I'm either going to have to post it somewhere or you're just going to, have to give it up.
1: I'm not, it's, it's, it'll die with me. I'll tell you, but it'll die with us.
0: You're killing me.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're also, I mean, I'm not supposed to, this is the other funny thing is like, I'm not supposed to hug anyone on the floor on the competition floor because like, I think about it. It's like a professional broadcast and we're trying to, you know, just kind of like tell the facts and just kind of like be the facilitator for them to tell their story and we're not really taking a bias and it's weird if I'm like a broadcaster and I'm like friends with someone and you see me hugging them, it's just, it's not the professional way to go. So we avoid it. But sometimes they get amped. Like, Fucking ready and they just see me and they know me and they like come in for like the biggest and I think to myself every time I'm like, oh god, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> like-
0: uh, look, you can just tell your bosses, look, I let them hug me, but I did not touch their nipples. So like, it's basically what's not a hug.
1: No, no. Or sometimes they'll hug me and I'll like, like my arms will be down. And it's like awkward. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not hugging you back. I'll hug you back as soon as we're done.
0: I can, t- I can teach you how to give a uh, a hug in the me too mo- movement. Like I'm become a pro at it. Like Straight I up, was, just like this. Yeah. No, you don't do it like that. That's, okay. Sorry. What don't Adam? hold your hands up. Like you're about oh. to grab their boobs. No, like, definitely no. not. No, because then they can step in. Next thing you know, you got a handful and then you're talking to HR. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll teach you when you come to Cleveland. There's proper procedure in the new Me Too environment on how you hug. And it's basically you just don't touch. You can put your arm around them, but you just, you can't quite touch them.
1: Okay. Hands
0: off. You know, if they want to lean in, that's on them, but you know, you don't, don't reciprocate and never use more than one arm. Two arms is off limits.
1: You know, it's funny. It's like such a sensitive subject and there's a part of me that's like, oh my God, for real. But that's probably really good advice for some people who don't know how to not cross the line.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a, a strict no hug policy at work. It's a very strict policy.
1: Good. Well, you mean you look, like work in a corporate environment. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to be careful. There's yeah. no, doubt, no doubt about that. Well, so that's interesting. So I got a bunch of, uh, some more questions here from followers oh. that, are, that are still, uh, Kind of pepper us with questions from the last time we did this. Bring it on. One of them asked me if I could beat you in a wad. What do you think? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, I'm
1: retired from competition, and you're second in the world. Like, yeah, okay. Compete with that shit.
0: I I would never say I'm retired because I never actually started. It'd be the the first thing. We'll, we'll find out. You're going to work out at the Winter Classic, right?
1: Am I though?
0: Yeah, I think you are. <gasps> I'm, uh, signed up for, I'm signing up for all three.
1: No, you're not.
0: Swear to the baby Jesus. I've got a follower that asked me to do it. So, of course, I had to say yes. And then oh. I have a, lo- a local buddy who wants to do them. And I'm doing at least one of the three RX, maybe two of the three. So, if all you haters that say I should be RX and can suck it because I'll be doing these RX. And these are not easy wads.
1: No, they suck. Do you have partners for all of them already?
0: I do. Um, I, I'm confident <laughs> I'm RXing the first one, which is uh, the, three, the three girls...
1: Three girls, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, it's uh, what are they? It's um. The you
1: put de- me on the spot, and I'm gonna d- have to look d-
0: it up. D- Oh, it's I got it. It's Diane, Jackie, and Grace.
1: Okay.
0: In that order, partner. You
1: can break it up however you want, right?
0: Yeah, and that's okay. You know that one actually won't be too bad. My buddy's pretty that I'm doing that one with is pretty strong on deadlifts, so I'll make him carry the load on the deadlifts. I'll carry the load on the handstand push-ups. Uh, Jackie's a really good wad for me because it's m- mostly body weight, so it might as well be scaled. Yeah. And, um, grace is a horrible mm-hmm. workout for me. Horrible. See, that's
1: my jam. I could and jerk all day.
0: Oh, I don't, I absolutely don't. It just, I don't know what it is about that one. It just breaks my spirit. Um, really? Yeah. So oh, it's probably one of my favorite workouts. We're absolutely going to scale the second one though, because it's got a lot of rope climbs and I'm just not about that noise. I'm going to, I'd rather do toes to bar than rope climb, but we'll see. So
1: it's double on. So, for you, scaled, it would be single unders, toast bar, dumbbell snatches.
0: Yes. Yeah. It won't be fun. All right. So, the, here, here oh, are some of the questions. Let's get into okay. the questions. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so this one was interesting. This is kind of me specifically. You keep Make Wads Great Again, even if Trump doesn't get reelected. Uh, absolutely. I'm going to keep the title Make Wads Great Again. I'm change, I've already changed the logo, though. So, the kettlebell's gone, but keeping like the name. The I'll never change the name ever. Like it's, it's
1: such a, it's such like a pop culture reference now.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh, true. I don't relate it to politics in any capacity. I don't exactly. relate it to Trump. Like I know he's got that, you know, make America great again thing, but you know, I don't relate it to him for, for me, you know, Wads is straight up CrossFit. And so I don't, I don't relate it to him. So I'm keeping it.
1: It's funny to me how many times you have to like explain that your page isn't like a, like a Trump page with CrossFit. Do you know what I mean? Like there's nothing political about your page. It's just like commentary on like CrossFit meme culture. And that name makes so much sense because it's such a commentary heavy pop culture reference.
0: Yeah, I think people... Um, if we're in a politically driven climate right now. You know, Trump doesn't help my cause any by continuing to tweet and be like kind of out on the fringe of social media. So i I can certainly see the relation there. And I think I think people want they they kind of want there to be something there so they can either complain or support. You know, right? Exactly. Um, so I think they might be a little disappointed that I'm not willing to give in to that. But I don't care. It'd be, it's all about CrossFit to me. I don't want to talk about politics. Yeah. No. Uh, so here's the, inter- I think this is a too soon question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. and We'll see what you think based off of the open, who are your top three male and female podium winners?
1: Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's way too early. Um, and also the open does not dictate the finals. We've seen that.
0: Yeah, it never does. And you <laughs> got how many, you got like 300 days in the season, right? And the
1: insane like that.
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But hey, Let's give it a shot. Anyway. What do you okay. think? About okay.
1: Top three, women?
0: Yeah, let's start with women.
1: Um, okay. I think Tia takes it. No question. I think this is the return of Sarah, Sigmund's daughter, to the podium. And I'm going to throw uh Jamie Green in there for a third.
0: Hmm. That's that's a good list. I'm going to – I don't – man, this, the women are hard to choose from because I, I think the, the women's division is way more competitive than the men's. My, it is,
1: and it's more interesting.
0: It's absolutely. And my real problem is, is, is at this point, a lot of these, I don't know why the women follow the meme page more than the men do, but um, a lot of these people have become friends. And so now I'm like, I'm kind of emotionally invested in wanting them to win.
1: I know. I know. It's so hard. I, that, I struggle with that constantly, especially loving them so much after so many years, and especially not being able to hug them on the floor. Right. I struggle with that because I want to.
0: Yeah, and it's also hard to say without seeing the you know you without seeing the programming like oh, yeah. you know part of it you know you look at somebody like I look at a Carrie Pierce who I adore she's amazing oh, and she's just awesome. a incredible athlete you know um you know you can you can absolutely program the games too heavy for her based on her size like she's a tiny little thing you know and so you would find her out there you know next to an Amanda Barnhart who's bigger and stronger Amanda's gonna smoke her the reverse of that though. You give her a bunch of workouts like Mary, where she showed she's dominant and she'll just absolutely just blow you off the floor. So it's, yeah. you know, it's hard to say, you know, this far in advance, particularly since we don't know injuries, but, you know, going off of, uh, kind of the same thing you did. I agree with the Tia and Sarah. I think that they're both, um, kind of right out there. I think Amanda Barnhart is still, I think she's one to beat. You know, she had a great showing last year. I don't think that was a fluke for her. I think she's no. yeah. been an up-and-comer, and, and this year really showed that she deserved to be there. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me to see her there. But, you know, I agree with you. Jamie Green's great. She'd have a real shot. And, you know, with the showing that Kara Saunders had in the Open, I like... oh, I almost said that. I know. You know. I mean, you know, to come back from having a baby and finish 12th in the Open, like, there's nothing, you know, and now she's got, you know, basically 300 days to... I to recover and to train like Mm -hmm. you could see her on the podium again. So,
1: yeah, I think the same thing about um, Sam Briggs. Yeah. I mean, I know she's, she's injured now and she had kind of a a weird fluky open. Um, But you know, if you look at her performance in Dubai last year, that is typically known as a really high volume and really heavy weight competition. And she's, if you've ever seen her in real life, she's so small She's so 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 lean and she's a little little lady and her engine is insane, but she's she can't really compete with the big girls when it comes to moving the weight and she still won that competition, which was insane. She's just so well rounded, it is so hard to think of anything that she can't do if she's healthy. You know what I mean?
0: You know, every time your phone goes off, I'm just gonna tell people Nikki just had an idea you had an idea. That's your sure, sure idea. Don't know what
1: the fuck to do? It's my my app is off it is literally open on my phone so that if it comes through, it doesn't make sound. And then like the second, my phone like shuts itself off. It turns on again, if there's a listener that knows how to fucking stop it from going through my computer, I'm all ears.
0: You know, if only you knew someone in media that could help you, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, outside of that, you know, a lot of honorable mentions, uh, for these games, you know, especially on the women's side that I think are going to be competitive this year. Christine best. Yep. Um, Christy Aramo, let's see. Yeah, Laura, Laura Horvath else. for sure. Laura I Horvath. think Danny Spiegel
1: could make her way up to the top of the podium easily. Oh,
0: she, she is so strong. Danny Spiegel. Awesome. Yeah. Uh Caroline Reason. You know, Annie Thor's daughter. You know, this, oh, mean, yeah. there's so many. I mean, there's just absolutely so many that could be on the podium. So it's how
1: about Haley Adams uh getting in there as an individual again?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. you know. Again, she's one, I think, you know, she's, I think she's still a few years away from podium just based on her size. I think she's going to get a little bigger, but man, yeah. she's still. And her and Emma McQuaid, like it's, yeah. I, I can't even, I could go on and on. How about the men? Top, top three men.
1: <clears throat> All right. Well, I think anyone who doesn't say that Fraser's got it for the fifth time in a row, doesn't know what they're talking about. So Matt at the top of the podium for sure. And then there's a bunch of like interesting names, especially in the top 10 of the, of the open this year that I just think had a great open and might not necessarily have a great games the way we've seen consistently from some athletes that we've, you know, we've seen at the top of the podium before. So, you know, last year was the the rise of Noah. And I think that Noah makes it to the podium again, but I think that he's in the third place slot coming through. And I think Pat Vellner makes it into the top 10 and then into the second place.
0: Yeah. I think that's, those are all real good choices. You know, Pat, Noah, Matt, I think those are, you know, absolutely as good as any, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see um, Jacob Heppner or even Chandler Smith slide in. They both seem to be, you know, um, you know, always seem to have the capacity to be up there. It depends Mm -hmm. a little on the programming, but I certainly could see them both there. Um, I'd love to say that, you know, Saxon or Spencer would be there, but they haven't given me a discount on my gym membership yet until I get one. I'm not going to say they're on the podium. So, <laughs>
1: definitely out, definitely done. Um yeah. I think I think BKG could easily slide into the top 3 if not the top 5 as we've seen a million times before. If Roman Krennikov can get a goddamn visa to the US, he will be <laughs> he will be like such a contender. It'll be so hard to fight with him.
0: Yeah, and there's Is several there- other, you know, Koski could be in there, you know, he's uh, certainly solid. So again, it's way too soon. Don't forget Lefty.
1: Yeah, I don't. There's my idea. There's I, don't your, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens after like all the the penalties are handed down and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, your your boy lefty is definitely up there.
0: I know it's far too soon to be picking games winners, oh. but it's it's always fun to speculate. All right. Yeah. So here's one. Best CrossFit shoe.
1: Best CrossFit shoe. Okay. You,
0: what's your favorite shoe?
1: Um, okay. So my absolute favorite shoe is the noble trainer.
0: Wow. Look at you going for the pricey right off the bat.
1: I know. And do you know, what's funny? I'm not allowed to buy CrossFit shoes. What? My husband won't let me because because (laughs) when we work events, Reebok is really, really good to us. And they usually outfit us with a bunch of, you know, nice outfits and things to wear on camera. And they typically throw a pair of shoes in there. So I have like literally every nano, sometimes multiple nanos and multiple colorways. And so I'm literally not allowed to bring any of that stuff into the house. But but I got a pair of Nobles at ECCs a million years ago that I still wear. They're probably super worn out. And I have one of the pairs of the, I'm actually wearing them right now. See them? They're like the, remember these like special edition Oh yeah. fancy. that he bought me for my birthday. So he buys them. It's okay. Nice. I buy them. I, buy them. I can't.
0: Well, I, I'm jealous. I'd love a pair of no bowls, but I keep holding out hope that they'll give me a free pair at some point if I keep shouting them out, and it's never happened. Hey, so
1: listening.
0: they can suck it. Um,
1: no. don't ruin your chances.
0: I'm, I'm also kind of holding out for a, a new pair. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh,
1: Jesus, Bean.
0: Jesus. Bean says hi.
1: Well, Bean says hi. Anyone listening to this podcast is probably like, there's a cat ass over there. This chick keeps getting texts. What the fuck?
0: I know. I'm going to get him in the picture, though, so you guys can see him. So. When we put this, when we put this on YouTube, everybody can see them. Anyway, um, I feel the same way about the Innovates right now. I love the new Innovates.
1: I love Innovates. Innovates are my first CrossFit shoes.
0: Yeah. And I have a bunch of pairs. I have, uh, I want to say I have four pairs of Innovates. I have a standard. load.
1: Yeah. Um, You know what else I love? And it's, it's funny because I've had like, like I said, every Nano. um, And I feel like they kept getting better and better and better with every new release. The eights are my, are my second favorite shoe. Like ever made ever and i'm not just saying that because they gave them to me (laughs) i'll
0: say i'll say it because they gave them to me i've got a bunch of pairs of nanos and i love those things
1: i don't love all of them
0: i love the nines love them
1: i like the nines actually my favorite crossfit shoe before the nobles were the graces and you've never probably worn them because they're ladies only shoe
0: well thanks for gendering me jesus christ
1: but the reebok grace was a really great shoe i don't even make it anymore it's like they made the fronings just for men and then the grace just for women or something like that um and if if you are living near a reebok outlet sometimes they have them there too yeah
0: well i'm familiar with the graces because my uh my daughters have them oh yeah or they uh they had a couple of pairs uh they don't wear them very often because they don't crossfit that much with me but i'm about to force them to start going back because they're kind of getting lazy so
1: oh no what do you wear for lifters
0: um I have uh, two pairs of. Of course, I have more than one. Actually, I have three pairs of lifters. So I have a pair of the Reebok lifters, the Legacies. Yeah. Um, Reebok sent those to me. I didn't pay for them. Just throw that out. And I, Mm -hmm. truthfully, I don't love them. I I love all the other shoes. I like them fine. They're a little bit high for me in the heel. Just a little bit, little tight in the toe. I have a pair of um, uh, the Nike Romalo twos that I love. Mm -hmm. Love those shoes. Yeah, and then I have the Romalo threes. Cause of course I had to get a second pair and I like those two. They're a little lighter. Um, they're a little more um, flexible in the toe. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I like that part of them. Um, but the remodel twos are my favorite. They're really yeah. heavy. They're very stable. Like they're just great shoes.
1: I've heard really good things about those. I have the legacy lifters, the black and gold ones, because they are fly as fuck.
0: Yeah, mine are fly. My Reeboks are really great-looking shoe. They're red, white, and blue, and the heels yeah. are like... That, like shiny. Yeah, shiny yeah. red, and the shoes are bright white. Like, they look, they look slick. Yeah. All right, here, here's a really important question. Would you rather fight one Matt Frazier-sized duck or 100 duck-sized Fraziers? What? <laughs> I didn't write the question. I'm just-
1: one Matt Frazier-sized duck or 100 duck-sized Matt Fraziers?
0: I already thought ducks were Matt frazier size, so I <laughs> I, sh- I struggle with the question, I guess, but I'd have to say I would go have to go with 100 duck-sized Fraziers. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: the wrong answer.
0: Isn't that right? No. Wait. No, yeah. No, 100 that- tiny little Fraziers?
1: No, I would want one. One five foot duck,
0: right? First of all, he's five six. Let's give him his credit. I'm
1: oh, sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean. I mean.
0: You just, you just, you just shrunk Frazier by half a foot.
1: I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm rounding out. You know what I mean.
0: Poor little guy, man.
1: Poor little duck sized guy. Poor
0: little duck sized Frazier. When, uh, when I first started this podcast, I did, a, I did an interview with Carrie Pierce and I asked her if she'd rather, uh, fight two 16-year-olds or 16 two-year-olds. And she just couldn't choose.
1: It's just, both of them are awful.
0: We finally landed. I told her I landed on 16 two-year-olds because I could punt a two-year-old. Oh, like easily, I, like yeah. across the room.
1: Nope.
0: Like like that scene in 300 where Leonidas kicks that dude in the hole. That's what it'd be like. <laughs> you just kick the first one right in the chest. The rest of them fall right in line.
1: That's 16 times.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love these questions from followers, man. They guys it's just-
1: fun. Great. It's fun. Yeah.
0: They all just crack me up, everyone. All right, what else we have going on? Anything else for your wrap?
1: What else? Um, I don't think so. We got Winter Classic in a couple of weeks, which will be cool. Um, you've got an event coming up that you're MCing.
0: Yeah, so I've got a few things coming up. So on the podcast side, uh, I'll be interviewing uh, Meredith root actually later today. Um, so I'll get that posted as well. We're going to be talking about nutrition. She is always opinionated, which is one thing I love about Meredith. So it'll be fun. We're going to talk about that uh, Netflix special that's out there about being a vegetarian. So, uh, oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Is she a vegetarian?
0: Uh, no, she's just a nutritionist and, and she loves to have an opinion on everyone's nutritional advice. So that, so that'd be fun. And, uh, then yeah, I've got an event this weekend, uh, the one in Delaware, uh, for, um, fight for freedom. So, uh, donating money for PTSD families with, uh, veterans have PTSD. That's
1: awesome.
0: And so that's in Middleton, uh, Delaware. So that'll be fun. And then the following weekend, we have the winter classic. Uh, like I said before, I'll be competing. So if you guys want to come watch me actually work out and, and have a good laugh, that should be exciting. Uh, December 7th and 8th at the Cleveland convention center right here in sunny Cleveland.
1: Sunny, beautiful Cleveland. It's How gorgeous. cold is it there right now?
0: Uh, low thirties right now. Yeah, it's not I'm bad
1: here. So yes. I don't like winter came overnight, and I'm, every winter rolls around, and I'm like, why are we here? Why are we doing this?
0: Yeah, the sun will come back out here um, around April.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, March,
0: April for sure. So it'll be good.
1: Cool. With Thanksgiving plans?
0: Um, eat a lot of turkey. There you go. Other than that, we're gonna smoke a turkey. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: I've Never done that before.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: I've smoked with some turkeys, but I've never smoked a turkey.
1: Gobble, gobble.
0: Gobble, gobble. All right. Well, All sounds right. fun. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. We will let you guys get back to your normal CrossFitting lives. <laughs> and uh, we will see you soon. Take care.